Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah, Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur, Daf Kuf Aleph 101 in Mesechet Pesachim. We will begin on Daf Kuf Amud Bet. Three lines on the bottom, the word Otem. So the subject over here is kind of uh, a new subject. We're going to switch to the subject of Kiddush. Um, there's Machloket Amoraim. Not brought down in the in the Mishnah, but the sources that Moraim. You have fellows who used to make kiddush in shul. Now, do not confuse this with our kiddush that we have in shul today. If you come to Ohave Torah uh, on Shabbat morning, you will find that we have a major kiddush. Everyone sits down. They have wine. They have crackers. They'll have enough mizonot, and that we call we call that a kiddush. In the olden times, as well as current times, in an Ashkenaz shul. Now, when I say the word Ashkenaz, I do not mean any Ashkenaz shul. I'm referring to a shul, an old-time Ashkenaz shul, which hasn't changed in Hag. There's two types of Ashkenazim. There's many types. But there's two distinct types. Uh, all Ashkenazim could be uh, defined by their Nusach HaTfilah, the, the, the way that they pray. If they pray Nusach Sfard or Nusach Ashkenaz, okay? Sfard, don't get confused, you'll see a Sidur on the, on the wall and on the wall in Ashkenaz Shul that'll say Sfard. doesn't mean it's a Sfaradi Sidur. It means it's an Ashkenaz Sidur, Nusach Sfard. If uh, you see a Sidur on the wall that'll say Ashkenaz, that's original Ashkenaz Sidur. Uh, when you talk about the 1500s and the 1600s, all Ashkenazim prayed one Nusach, Nusach Ashkenaz. That gradually changed. That then gra- it actually abruptly changed at at the uh, advent of the Baal Shem Tov. When he started the Hasidut, he switched the um, the Nusach HaTefilah in many ways closer to the Svaradi Nusach. And they called it Nusach Svart. It caused an upheaval. How can you change uh, in one in one fell soup, you know, if it happened in the Syrian community, we would shoot the people. But uh, they they were almost ready to do that in Ashkenaz too. But it turned out the people were doing well. They weren't trying to change everything. We just wanted to get more, closer to Kabbalah. They weren't trying to change the whole religion, become conservative. They all ended up doing pretty well. And now it's kind of accepted. This Nusach Svar, Nusach Ashkenaz. So in a Nusach Ashkenaz, which is the original version which is still practiced by many uh, tens of thousands of people. Uh, There is a custom to make Kiddush in Shul on Friday night. This Kiddush in Shul Friday night, the guy, the Chazan, will take a cup of wine and make a full Kiddush, even though no one's eating anything. Okay? So the question, that this was customary also in the time of the Gemara. And the Gemara is asking now, the people who make Kiddush in Shul, two questions. Number one, when they, when they heard this bilacha of yayin in shul, do they have to make a new birkot hayayin when they go home? They go walk next door, two doors down, and they go to their houses. And now, do they mean to make a new borepri hagefen? Number one. Number two, do they have to make a new kiddush? Because kiddush has two, two, two parts to it. One is the kiddush part of it, and one's the yayin part of it. One's the hagefen, bilacha, and one's the uh, the 
Shabbat part of it, where you say, you say the Melech of Shabbat, Shekel Shabbat, 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 that's the Kiddush part of it. Do, do, do they have to remake those two Melechot or not? That's the question in today's Gemara. So says the Gemara, Otan b'nei Adam, those fellows, Shekel Shabbat, Shabbat, who made Adus in the Shul, Amar Rav, Rav says, Yideh Yayin, Yideh Yayin lo Yatsu, Yideh Kiddush Yatsu. Rav says that they're not Yotzeh the wine, but they are Yotzeh the Kiddush. V'shmol, Amar Shmol says, Av Yideh Kiddush lo Yatsu, they're not Yotzeh either ones. So, let's just put this quickly on our board over here. You have... Okay. Not, not so tough. Yain, Yain, he says, not Yotzeh. No. New at home? Yes. You need a new one at home. So the question, again, we have a shul kiddush. You want a, want a video? Go ahead. Yeah. We'll just do our, we'll do our, yeah. We'll do our quick try because we're going to continue it later. So Rav says, the question is, if you have a shul kiddush with no food, what's the halakha? Yain, when it comes to wine, new at home, do you need a new yain at home? Rav says, yes, you are not Yotzeh. Kiddush, do you need a new Kiddush at home? Rav says, no, you, you were Yotzeh Kiddush. Okay? Now, when it comes to Shmuel, Shmuel says, yes, you need a new one, and yes, you need a, you need a new Kiddush. You this need both of them new. Friday night, right? Friday night. You, you have Kiddush Friday night, or just yain on Friday night? You have both? Normally, when you come home, uh, well, what we do is if you don't make Kiddush Shul, then you come home and you make Kiddush and Yayin. Oh, Friday night you make Kiddush, right? Shul. Uh, I, I told you that in the Ashina right, Shul right, they right, do. Right, right, right. Assuming they do. We're talking about in case that they do. So they have okay? Yayin and Kiddush. Right. Okay. Yeah, and then we want to know when they get home, are they making a new Yayin? Are they making a new Kiddush? Okay. So if you ask Rav, he'll tell you yes on the Yayin, they're making a new Hagefin, but no, they're not going to make the whole Kiddush. Right. just to say, what if they're Because the, the Gefin that they made in Shul is not going to last them over here in their house. That's the opinion of Rav. When it comes to Shmuel, <coughs> Shmuel will say they need a new Yain at home and a new Kiddush at home. Okay. okay? That's the quick quick um, take. It says the Gemara further. Shmuel follows his general reasoning. What's Shmuel's general reasoning? Because he says, Dama Shmuel, and kiddush ela bimkom sevuda seuda baruch atah adunai v'nomel chalam shakon yavudvara. Shmuel says that you don't fulfill your mitzvah of kiddush unless you have a seuda, and therefore Shmuel will have a will will say. Rav said you don't need a new kiddush at home. Why did he say no? Because you're yotzei kiddush. Why? Because he holds that Kiddush does not need a Seuda. And therefore, so what if I sat in shul and I didn't have anything to eat? I heard Kiddush doesn't need a Seuda. Alamak. Shmuel says, wait, and Kiddush, Elabim Koma Seuda. I hold that you can't make Kiddush unless you have a Seuda. And since there's no Seuda, you're not Yotzeh. Okay. Sabur Mineh, we thunk, Tani Mili, we buy it, buy it. We thought when we said this thing of Kiddush 
Oh, no, no, I skipped, I skipped, I skipped. Hold on. Let me go back. Ella, the Gemara wants to know. Ella, the Rav. Lama, the Kedusha, be better. We have a question going to Rav. If you hold that there's no Kiddush, right? If you hold there's no Kiddush, right? You, you would say Kiddush already. No, you don't need a Kiddush, you would say. So why do people make Kiddush in their house? Right? Why do people need to make Kiddush in their house? They shouldn't have to make Kiddush in their house. Everyone's your tenshul. Answer? What? Oh, this is the wrong one. Let me get to this one. Why do people make the condition? Why in the house? Answer: For the kids and your wives. Your wife wasn't in shul. Your kids weren't in shul. They needed kiddush. So the question on him: Why do you make why in the house? The answer is for the kids. And if I ask Shmuel, according to you, who said you do need a new kiddush at home, so why do you make it in shul? Why do the people make a shul? Why, why in shul? Ask the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Lo lama lektusha bekrista. Says the Gemara. La apuke orchim midechovatam dachlu v'shatu v'ganu b'nekim bekrista. That is to be motzi the guests their kiddush who eat, drink, and sleep in the knis. It seems like in the olden days people would come from out of town. They don't have a place to stay. They would stay in the shul, and they would eat in the shul, and therefore, to be motzi them, we would make this kiddushin shul, and that's why we make the kiddushin shul. So for them, it's become suda, even though for the guy who's making it, not necessarily. Is that clear? Okay. So now we said shul goes according to his reasoning. The amar shul and become suda. So now, now we're trying to clarify this rule of, of Shmuel, who says, we'll call this and Kiddush, Ela Bimkom Seuda. Okay? And he holds, yes, and Rav will say, yes, Kiddush. Okay? So what I want to know, when we say bimkom suda, it has to be in the place of the suda. How strict are we with that? Does that mean even different rooms in the same house? Or does it only mean two different houses? Which means the following. Obviously, we see that the guys were in shul, and then they went home. So the fact that they were in shul, and then they went home, they're not yotze anymore because they left houses. But does that mean also if I made kiddush in the, in the living room? Then I go upstairs to eat in the bedroom. I'm also not Yotze? Or does it only mean from house to house? So the Gemara says, Sabur mine, we thought. Hani mili mi That's only when you go from house to house. But from one place to place in the same house, then it's okay. According to Shmuel. Many times I was standing in front of Shmuel. He went from the attic to the to the ground floor. And then he would make kiddush. Why didn't he make kiddush upstairs? They were praying upstairs. Why did they make kiddush upstairs? Obviously, because he's careful, even in the same house, to make sure to do it in the place of the suda. Okay. 
And it's not enough to just say, oh, I'm in the same house, it's fine. Now, now we're going to look. So, so far, it looks like a machlok at Rav and Shmuel. Now, generally, the rule is that when Rav and Shmuel argue, the halakha always follows Shmuel when we're talking about dini. Dini means a money matter. If we're not sure if my, the field is mine or yours, and something like that, the, the, that's a money matter thing, we'll go with Shmuel. When it's Isuri, when it's Isurim, we always go with Rav. So if you're not, if you're not, if you're not sure if you're at Tzek, Kiddush, or if you're allowed to do something on Shabbat, Rav and Shmuel argue, we go with Rav. Okay? So technically, according to this, we should go with who? Rav. Rav, because this is a Isurim. However, we're going to see that there's exceptions to that rule when we see other rabbis on Shmuel's side. So if it's not just Rav and Shmuel, but you have a few, few other later Moraim on Shmuel's side, then we'll go with Shmuel. So now we're going to start listing other rabbis who go with Shmuel. Even Rav Huna holds that also. Why? The Rav Huna Kiddush there was a story of who made Adus, and then the lights went out. He took all his all his food and his kelim to the wedding hall of his son Rabba. His son Rabba Baravuna had just got, gotten married, and he brought all the stuff to his house to have a because over there there was a light. Vitaimidi, and he ate over there. So he brought his stuff to his son's house, and he ate with his son. Why? And that's why he said he wasn't there because he couldn't eat in a place without lights because he couldn't see what he was doing. So he specifically brought his stuff to his son's house to eat there, and therefore he made kiddush and he ate by his son. He had kiddush well, by his house. He had by his house. And then left. And then the lights went out. Uh-huh. Now, he went to his son, then he took his stuff, went to his son's house, made Kiddush again, and. Oh, his son was Chatan then? His son was the Chatan. I don't know if he was the son or he was, it was over. I don't know why he wasn't at the son's Bet Chatan. Either maybe it was just over, they still called the Bet Chatan. They used to build a special house for Bet Chatan. Could be that's what it was. Or maybe he was the Shev Lechot, they wanted to give them the privacy. I don't know. Okay. You can say it as many times as you can, like as you want, really. Like, well, you're in a shul and then go to your house. And then so, well, he wasn't your he wasn't your tzeh. Rav Ravuna held that he wasn't your tzeh when he made it in his house because he had no suda. Lights went out, no suda. If you don't have suda, so that means he was like Shmuel. Yeah. So we have on our program over here. If we're keeping track, yeah, we got with him. We got Ravuna. Don't don't forget him. He's he's a, a certified Amara, and therefore you have. Ravuna on the program. Okay. Is it a bracha levatel to make kiddush without a thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a question. We're gonna leave that aside for now. Okay, that's a good question. We'll talk about that. Your question really applies. It doesn't apply to Ravuna because Ravuna didn't know his lights were going out, right? It's not Ravuna's fault. Okay. Your question is according to Shmuel. What are you doing in the shul for? And Shmuel answered that. I'm doing it. You're right. Yeah, we have guests. So what's your question now? How's he? What do you want to do with him? He, the lights went out. What do you want the guy? Let's shoot him because the lights went out. What do you want to do? 
How's he? He, he uh, Binyamin's asking, what do you mean? How do you make a barachal of atala? You make kiddush and then the lights went out. Right. Well, what do you want the guy to do? The lights went out. What are you going to do? Take the guy, beat him up? What do you know? It would be machal. I think I'm going to rob so at least I don't make a barachal of atala. At least what? Rav. He doesn't. Obviously, he doesn't all like Rav. He doesn't all like Rav. Is what it is. Whatever it is. Okay. Yeah, let's go next. So that was Rav Huna. So we have Rav Huna now added to Shmuel plus Rav Huna, and now it says, "Well, not only Rav Huna, Rav Rabba, even Rabba." We're going to add on to the, the people who say, En Kedush El Mekom Suda. Why are we adding Rabbah? Says the Gemara. Besides for Rav Huna, we're going to add Rabbah. I'll tell you another story. Wait, hold on. Hold tight. The Amar Abaye. Now Abaye is known as the, the student of Rabbah. With a hey. So when he talks about his Rebbe, he's talking about Rabbah. The Amar Abaye, Abaye says... Abaya and Rava both. When I used to be by my Rebbe's house, when he made Kiddush, Amarlan, he would tell us, eat something. So I guess the way it worked was, all the students would walk the rabbi home, and he would sit in the house, they'd be watching him, and they'd watch him for a while, and they'd go home to the house to, to eat the meal. And Rava used to tell the students, Abaya included, taste something, why? Maybe by the time you get to your house, your light will go out. And they won't make kiddush for you in the place. And therefore, and you're not going to say with this kiddush, so Rav, imagine the scene. Imagine we have Friday night in Abed Torah, and we're discussing a 12-minute class, and people are upset they want it to be a longer class because the rabbi only gives a 12-minute class. So they start walking me home to discuss the situation. So you come into the house, right? You walk me into, walk into the house, we sit down, you know what, I'll make Kiddush, you figure out, you'll, stick, you'll hang out, and you'll make Kiddush with the rabbi. You listen to Kiddush with the rabbi, and the rabbi says, by the way, take a kibbeh. Why kibbeh? What do you need a kibbeh? I'm eating at home. I said, no, what, what happens if by the time you get home, your candle will have gone out, and you won't be able to eat anything, and you won't be able to say Kiddush, because then Kiddush, I'm coming to that. So therefore, you see, since Rabbah told Abaya that, that means that Rabbah is also on Shmuel's program of En Kiddush, El against Rav, who says, yes, Kiddush, Shalom, I'm coming to that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the Gemara asks, any, oh yeah? Does Rabbah really hold like Shmuel? I'll show you he doesn't. So we're questioning adding Rabbah to the list over here. Why? Because, We know that everything that Rabbah did, he always held like Rav, not Shmuel, besides the three. And we're going to list three. And one of the three are not going to be Kiddush Mekomah so that means if you have this statement of Abaya claiming that he held everything like Rab besides the three, and those three are not including those three is not Kiddush Rukum that means that he holds like Rab Kiddush Rukum He holds like Rab. No, he holds like Rab except for those three. Except for those three, he holds like Shmuel. But that means that in Kiddush Rukum what does he hold like? Like Rab. Like Rab. Okay. 
Again, one more time. He says. Again, the statement. Let's, let's review. Statement. Quote. Abaya, who does your Rebbe hold like Rav or Shmuel? Rav. My, my, my Rebbe holds like Rav, except for three places. Right. Yes. Now, those three places, we're going to list them now. Then none of them are and Kedushin Elam Suda, which is Shmuel's position in that thing. Okay? That means he holds like Rav. That means he holds like Rav. Right. So it comes like, and he holds like Rav, not like Shmuel. Uh, okay. The Bar Tlap, besides for these three, what are these three? David Kishmuel, he holds like Shmuel. What are they? Number one, Matirin mi Begid Lebegid. You're allowed to take Sislit off one garment and put it on another garment. Now, Rav held that you can't take the seat off a garment to put another garment because when you take the seat off one garment, you're ruining it. You're ruining the first one, okay? And therefore, and Shmuel held you are, and we all like Shmuel when it comes to that. Says says Rav Abaya, Abaya quoting Rabba, his Rebbe. Number two, Madlikin Minelaner. Can you light Hanukkah candles from one to the next? If you lit one Hanukkah candle and you want to light another one. Are you allowed to light it? Are you, are you taking away, are you enjoying the light when you take the light from one to the next? One Hanukkah to the next Hanukkah. Another question. What about dragging a bench on Shabbat? Okay. There's a machlok at Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda in Masechet Shabbat. We learned this about dragging a bench outdoors. When you have a bench that you're dragging, it might cause a ditch, and you're not allowed to plow on Shabbat. Are you allowed to drag it? So Rabbi Shimon says that if you're not planning to make a ditch, it's okay. And we hold halacha to Rabbi Shimon dragging. That's what Rabbi Shmuel held. Person is allowed to drag a bench or a chair or a bed on Shabbat. As long as he doesn't plan to make a, as long as he's not planning to make a furrow to make a a, a, a plowing thing. So the Gemara asked the question: How can you say that Raba held like Rav? I thought Abayi said he doesn't hold like Rav in this case. Answer the Gemara. When we said he when we said he holds like Rav in every place besides three, that's the strictnesses of Rav. Here, when we have a question, question of kiddush from Kumasuda, Rav is the lenient one because Rav is saying when you go home from Kshul after hearing the kiddush and Shul without food, you do not need a new thing. So when we so in, in leniencies, he could go like Shmuel. We only said in strictnesses he always goes like Rav besides three. In yeah. leniencies, we didn't tell you what the rules are. And this is the leniency, therefore I can tell you who he holds like. One kind of leniency. When one make kind of that is Rav is a strictness. Over there, Rav is strict. Rav is not letting strict letting it. Because you're allowed to. That's Shmuel. So here he holds like Shmuel. The, uh, he holds like three. Okay. Here's th- Shmuel, okay. Okay. Yeah. So these are all leniencies that Shmuel holds because he always. Holds There's three like, strictnesses that Rabbah does not hold of. That, that, uh, that Rabbah does not hold of Rav. There's three strictnesses. But in leniencies, we didn't tell you. And therefore, this one, leniencies, don't talk about that. Okay? Now, we're going to go back to... So, so far, we have 
Shmuel's got a few rabbis in his corner. And that's why we told you that the halacha is going to be like Shmuel over here. But now we're going to quote Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan holds both like this. So, Rabbi Yochanan says, do you need a new yayin at home? He says, no, you don't need a new yayin at home, and you don't need a kiddush at home. So, by, by kiddush, he, by kiddush, he's going like Rav, who said you don't need a new kiddush at home. But there was nobody who said you didn't need a new hagefen when you got home. After all, you left the place. You made kiddush in shul, you heard hagefen, and you walked home. So, Even if you had in mind the whole time, I'm thinking about I had that hagefen. Well, I got that gift when I come home, and I, they get, hand you a cup of wine. And they said, okay, here, take a cup of wine, go ahead, just drink. If I ask Rob and Shmuel, is it drink? You left the place. You left the place, you have to bedek again. That's what Rob will say. That's what Shmuel will say. But Yochanan will say, no, you made Adus and Shmuel. Go right ahead. Drink without a bedekha. Besides for saying that you don't need a kiddush at home, he'll say you don't need hagefen at home either. That's Rabbi Yochanan. Says the Gemara. Ve'azda Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Yochanan who says this thing actually fits like his reasoning. What's his reasoning? Whether you have a change in wine, which means that if you were drinking from one barrel and you switch to another barrel, Right? Or if you change places, and you do not have to make a new baracha, whether you change places or whether you change barrels. So if I have a new shinu <coughs> yain means talking about in the same place. So in the same place, if I'm sitting in my house and I'm having a, a drink of let's say merlot, and now they bring merlot is a type of one, and now they bring me a new cabernet sauvignon, okay. So I said, oh, this Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh, do I need Noah Geffen? You don't need Noah Geffen. Shinu Yayin doesn't make Noah Berecha. And what else? Shinu Makomoso. If I take the same Merlot and I go to another place, I don't need to make Noah Berecha. That's Rabbi Yochanan. So that's Rabbi Yochanan. Same as you see Rabbi Yochanan. That, that second thing fits like the top Rabbi Yochanan over here that tells you there's no when you go home from Shul. Oh, hold on. Tosot asked a question about Tov Metiv. Thank you very much, Benjamin. And Tosot says, we're only talking about Nuh Geffen. But a Tov Metiv, you do have to make when you change. When tov Metiv. Tov Metiv is a special beracha that they discuss. We're going to discuss it later, that the rabbis made on wine. That if you have a new wine in the middle of eating and you get another wine, some say it has to be better. So Adim Hol doesn't have to be a better wine. But if you bring you a new wine, you make a beracha HaTov Metiv. Okay, so in the middle of a meal, even after I geffen, they did that. I was putting. I was by my my brother's house. They brought out a new wine. Hatova metiv. Okay, that's a special bracha on wine. Why wine? It seems like the bracha hatov metiv was was nitkan because in Betar there was a place where where the Jews rebelled against the Romans, and when the Jews rebelled against the Romans, they they almost won. They had a big. The Romans had to send their whole army out to kill them. In the end, Hashem caused it, the Jews lost. It's like 80 years after the Shukran Metamadash. It was a revolt to rebuild, to restart Kali Stiles, uh take over the country again from the Romans. They revolted. 
It was a very, very hard battle for three years, and finally they lost, and they killed all the Jews. And the Romans were so sick of the Jews that they made a rule that we're not burying any of the Jews. And we're leaving the bodies to rot in public. And they used all the bodies of the dead Betar soldiers to make a fence around their vineyards. And they said, this will be wonderful because the blood will be very, very tasty in our wine. The blood of these dead Jews. And they had six-foot-high fences around their vineyards made of dead corpses. So we're going to enjoy the wine. Hashem made a miracle that the bodies didn't smell. Even over years of hot sun, even after a day it smells. Years and years and years, and Hashem didn't make it smell. And for that we make a bracha, hatov ametiv. What's the whole bracha? Baruch Hashem and and the and the, the, the that's the bracha that we say on wine and also that's the bracha that we say in the fourth we added a fourth bracha to Hashem Hazan Third bracha, Baruch Hashem, Bonei Yerushalayim. That was the end of, of Berkat Mazon. The rabbis said, Baruch Hashem, Hatov, Matib, Lakol, Akel Tov, Akel Tov, right? That, that, that last bracha, Baruch right? That bracha is the bracha, Tov, Matib, which is for the Harugay Betar for this, this miracle. So there's two separate things for this miracle of six years of bodies not rotting. Wow. And, and finally, not only not rotting, they ended up letting us bury them after six years. Something like that. So it's interesting. Just to get, take you a little off topic over here. You know, there's part of the beauty of Atova Metiv is that Hashem is giving you a little wink even when He's punishing you. Which means, even while Hashem is saying no to the revolution, revolt of Kaiser from, from, from the Romans, at the same little time, He's telling you, I love you. So all the people are getting killed. In the middle of that, I'm going to give you a little miracle. That miracle is showing that even when I'm punishing you, it's for your benefit. I'm still your father. This, this, that all this was good for you. Yeah, there's a lot of people dead, but you should know it's all good. You don't understand, but it's all good for you. And the way he gives that little wink is by this miracle. That's why we say Hatov HaMetiv special in this situation. You following? Okay. That's all from your question, Benjamin. You Okay. Metivi, we have a question on Rabbi Yochanan. It says the Gemara. What's the question? It says, Shinu makom sarich levarech. Shinu yain ezrich levarech. It says, when you change wines, you don't have to make a new barakah. But if you change places, you don't have to make a barakah. So you see that Rabbi Yochanan's wrong about the wine part at least. Right? This part about the wine cannot be true. Because we have a bright that says, Shinu Yain Tzarich Levarech. Well, says, you're right. It's a question of Rabbi Yochanan. We can't answer. Now, just because we knocked out Rabbi Yochanan over there does not necessarily mean we knocked out Rabbi Yochanan over here. Okay? Kiddush Right. With that, with that we, didn't, we didn't talk about. The, a quick question. Rabbi Yochanan and Rab disagree there because what's for the kids mean? No... Oh, no, that, that, that question, you weren't there for that. We asked the question. So what? does Rav Yochanan and Rav agree there? Rav and Rav Yochanan? Rav and Yochanan agree, yes. So it's not just asking Rav Yochanan, yes. Rav also agrees to that. Yes. You don't take a decision. Okay, let's see. Says the Gemara. Yativ of Idi Barabin Kamedir of Chistav, Yativ of Chistav Kamar Mishmedir of Huna. Okay? 
These rabbis were saying, "Hadam chinu makom tzadich lebarach." This thing you said that when you change places you need to make a new beracha. Lo shanah lebarach lebarach. That's only if you change houses, change structures. But if you change places in the same house, you don't have to make a new beracha. Change rooms. Change rooms. Amalev idi barabin. This is what I heard in the Brighta of Reb Hinnik. Others say it wasn't Matin Debe Reb Hinnik, Matin Debe Bar Hinnik. Like you. Like you said. So if you have these Brightos that are saying exactly what Reb Huna says, that Reb Huna said that when you change rooms, you don't have to make a new Baracha. I need Rav Huna. I need Rav Yo. No, Rav Huna. Again, well, let's start off with the statement. Rav Huna says about Rav Yochanan and about the Gemara that this that we said Shinu Makom When you change places, you need a new That's only house to house. Now we we, we brought two brightot supporting him. So the Gemara is asking if he's got these brightot, who needs Rav Huna? Rav Huna is an Amora. What do we need these 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 Rav Huna to talk if we have brightot in this area? He never heard this brighto, and therefore he's okay. Now, the reason why that's okay is because, like we've said many times, every Amora knows every Mishnah code. But the brightot were not written down. So if you didn't have a guy who was remembering it and orally and telling it to you, you might not have heard every brighto. Therefore, the Gemara can give this answer and say, why did Huna say this chidush? He's saying the chidush because he didn't know about the brighto that you know. Okay? You'll never find the Gemara say, Ravuna never saw the Mishnah. That's no such thing, because Mishnah is everyone knows. Okay. Then Rav Chista sat and he said in the name of his, in his own name. Let me explain this now. Now, this business, he's now giving a second qualifying thing. This that you said, Shinu Makom Tzarich Levarech. Which means that when you change places, you need to make a new beracha. Shinu makom tzadich levarech. Okay, that business is not by everything. There are some things that you could change places from house to house, and you don't need to make a new beracha. Depends what you're eating. So it's not nece- it's not a blanket rule on all foods. Yes, it's true. So again, if we're eating in High Lebron, and we go to the Zabida house. To continue our, food, our, 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 our meal. Okay? It depends what we're eating. So if we... We'll see soon. Let's see what, what the story is. Right? He says, that's only with things that don't require Baruch place. So let's see the following. Uh, so for example, let's say when we said that you have to make a new Baruch by the Zvita house, that's if we're having Shaqo. So if we're sitting here having candy and shul, and Harry says, come, I have Laffy Taffy's in my house, and we go eat Laffy Taffy's in the Zbida house, then we need a new beracha. Why? Because Laffy Taffy's is shakol item, which has boren fashot as beracha haruna. Since it has boren fashot as beracha haruna, boren fashot does not need to be done in its place. If you eat Laffy Taffy's here, you're allowed to lechatchila make a beracha boren fashot wherever you want. Even if you leave a different place. So therefore... We are allowed to use... We don't have to say no bracha. One more time. No, you didn't get that. Pay close attention. Yes. You're eating, if you're eating a shahakol food, yes. it does not cement you into the spot. It doesn't, yes. does not. Why not? Because you're allowed to make bracha whatever you want. 
Okay. You like to wherever you want. And therefore, if I go to Harry's house, yeah. then you do need a new bracha. Why? No. No, no it's opposite. No. Trick question. No, you don't. So, You're having a laffy taffy. You, you, you said, no, you don't. Okay. It's only if you, you have to have a bracha on that spot that you have to say the new bracha. That's why I, I know it's confusing, but pay close attention. Yeah. Okay? If I had bread yeah. or cakes and shul. And shul. And then I go to this Bida house. Mm-hmm. And then I go back. Go back here. Or go back to Ahalabunaga? Yes. I definitely do not need a bracha because I don't need a new bracha. Because I, the kviya kama hadar. I go back to my original kviya. Oh, we didn't say that before. We didn't say that before. We didn't say going back. We just didn't go to your house. Even if, we go to, even if I go to your house, I won't need a new bracha because I'm still in my meal. Since I still need to go back, I'm still in my meal. Okay. But, what, but in the case of the Laffy Taffy, since I don't need to go back, once I leave the house, I cut it off. Cut what off? I cut my bracha off. You have bread in a Harlem If I have bread and then I leave the house, I could come back and make a new one, or even technically in your house, you should not need Lubaracha because I'm still in my kvias. But you said you cut it off when you had the Laffy Taffy. Two different cases. One's a Laffy Taffy case. One's a case I only eat Laffy Taffy's. If I only oh. eat Laffy Taffy's, then as soon as I walk out the door, it's over. Okay. My Baracha's gone. Laffy Taffy's not a strong item. Right. And therefore, as soon as you walk out the door, it's gone. Right. Bread and Mizonot are, and, 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 yeah. and also grapes, which you have to make Baracha. Those are strong items, kvia. And I can go back to my commute, and therefore walking away does not necessarily kill the baracha, and I will not. So th- therefore, I will not need the baracha. That's according to the opinion. Let's follow it inside. Right well, back in the recorder. Okay. He was still going. Let's go. He said in his own name, this day you said, That's only on Laffy Taffy's that don't require a Berachach around their place. But uh, Danishes and grapes. My time, what's the reason? You're going back to your, your first commute. So the statement of Rav Chista is that Laffy Taffy's and Laffy Taffy's need Berachach. And water, coke, new beracha, danishes and grapes. No, okay. Rav Sheshet Amar, Rav Sheshet is like you guys. He says, doesn't make a difference what you have, whether you have laffy taffies or whether you have danishes. You need to make new beracha when you go to the zbid house. What's your yayin, or what is it again? What's your have to say again? If you made mizonot, oh, you make a new mizonot there. You made a new, whatever it is. It's like you do, right? No, we're talking about chino yayin. We got, again, one of the statements of, uh, this came in because Rabbi Yochanan said two statements. One was the, uh, was with Rav, was against Rav and Shmuel over here. That was, shino yayin, sikh And the other was, shino makom. What about you change places? Now, we're now attacking that second statement of his, which is not relevant to this chart over here. <coughs> okay? Says the Gemara. May TV. We're going to now ask a question on this statement of Rav Chista. Remember, this is about Rav Chista and Rav Sheshit. Rav Chista says that Danishes are okay. 
It's only it's only allowed if you have these other problems. Yeah, so we say again. And Rosh says both are problems. Both you have to make a little bit Now we're going to show a brighter that's going to sound like Rosh Hashanah that both and against Rosh Hashanah that's allowing the Danishes and the, and the grapes. Okay. May TV. We asked a question from a brighter. It says, "Bnei Chabura, people in the Chabura, Shoyim Musubim Neshtot who are sitting to drink, Va'akru Aglehem, and they uproot themselves." Now, pay attention to that word. That word "akru Aglehem" is implying the Gemara is going to understand that the word "akru Aglehem" uproot themselves sounds like they were doing something they weren't eating laffy taffies because they were eating. A Danish or, or or something because akru means you're uprooting, yeah. so it has to be that you. So we're assuming from this that they're eating not laffy taffies. So you have guys in a meal, they sitting to drink. <coughs> or if they're drinking, they're drinking wine and not coke. Okay. Let's they uproot their feet. to go greet a chatan kala. They see a chatan kala walking down the street. Everyone gets up to go uh, sing for them a little bit. Okay. When they go out, they don't need a back, they don't need a retroactive beracha. When they come back, they don't have to make a So when they go out, they want to eat, they can eat without beracha. When they come back, they want to eat more, they don't need no beracha. One of these words said, that's if they didn't leave an old guy or a sick guy home. Let's say there was an old guy or a sick guy who couldn't go out. If they, if they didn't leave a guy there, that's when we said they don't need a bracha. If they did. No, that's if they that's if they did leave. That's if they left the guy there. If they left somebody if there, they left somebody there, the position is just then, held then, strong. Then, 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 they're, then they're good. Yeah. But they didn't leave any, any old guys there, and everyone walked out. Then they do need a new bracha. Ah, wait a second. Who's this? This is like Rosh Because Rosh says, no matter what, let the Gemara say instead of me. Medictani akru Since it said that they uprooted themselves, mechlal, we see, we're talking about items that require on their place, like a Danish, and not Murphy Davies. And the reason why you don't need a Baracha. Because you left over there. Spot reserve or something. A spot reserve. That's when they don't need a bracha before and afterwards. But they didn't leave a guy there. It's a question on Rav Chista. How could Rav Chista say that when you're having Danishes? When you're having danishes, you don't need a bracha again. By this bidiz, here we see. Here we see. Here we see that it's only when you left a guy there, and if you didn't leave a guy, you can't. And they are talking about danishes because they said the word akru. Maybe Rav was talking about when you left the guy there. Oh, he didn't say that. He said he said automatic. Success gemara. Amar of Nachman Bar Yitzchak. says. Oh, you know what? We're going to leave the answer for tomorrow. Oh, come on. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen. Tune in tomorrow. <laughs> same Ohave Torah time, same Ohave Torah station.